before we go to the break, um, we better catch up. There's some breaking news coming out, Sats, around Eddie Jones uh, and his future at the Wallabies. The man breaking this sport, uh, this news is Code Sport journo Janie Parnamum. He's joining us right now on Sports Day. Jamie, thanks for your time, mates. No worries, guys. Um, so what what is the latest? Is is Eddie out the door? And who else is leaving? Well, this is it. I mean, we've got a number of people now heading out the door indicating that Eddie Jones's days are numbered as Wallaby's head coach. Um, of course, he's contracted through till the end of 2027, but speculation has been rife he'll be leaving ever since uh, the start of the World Cup when there were reports that he'd taken an interview with Japan. Um, we now know that um, uh, his assistant coaches, um, additional staff, uh, the team manager um, are all going. They're all departed. Um, some of them were only contracted through to the World Cup, um, some of them through to the end of the year, but they're all gone. And uh, the fact that they weren't re-signed um, following that disastrous campaign in France is one thing, uh, but also... Uh, when we read between the lines and the close relationship he had with the team manager and the circumstances around that, um, we understand that Eddie is on tenuous ground. Now, uh, he's in Wales at the moment. He's coaching the Barbarians uh, weekend after next, um, and then we will know more. But uh, my information is that this is kind of the beginning of the end, so to speak, to this sorry saga, which has dragged on for a long time. So... Whether he resigns or he is forced out, um, it remains to be seen. But I would be very surprised to see Eddie Jones still as Wallaby's coach by the end of the year. So, Jamie, the way that um, he addressed the, the media and the Australian public last week, uh, Eddie Jones I'm talking about, where basically it was all about, mm. I'm here for Australian rugby, this is what I'm signed on to do, uh, was you know, flirted around the, the edges of some of the questions was that tactical from, from Eddie? Do you think it was uh, a way to to the Australian public to look like that he's, he's all on board, but basically if he's going to have to be going, he's going to have to be forced? Yeah, I mean, I was at that press conference myself. Um, his body language, his demeanour was quite different to what I'm used to and what the, um, the press pack, uh, certainly the rugby journalists, uh, are used to. You know, he likes to take command of a press conference. He likes to dictate the agenda. Um, he likes to answer questions in a way that um, will then determine the news cycle. Um, in that particular press conference, I found him very shaky, um, quite withdrawn. Um, um, you know, his answers were, uh, were not convincing. And we all walked away thinking, like, he said some things which say he's de- you know, de- determined to stay long term, but none of us were convinced that that was the case. He essentially was trying to corner Rugby Australia and say, you, uh, I've got a contract here, mm. and you've got to sack me. Um, you know, we've got interest from Japan, and you've got to sack me. Um, there are some clauses in his contract which would give him the ability to walk, um, so he could be invoking those. Uh, um, but he was also very quick to say that it's not my decision. You know, I'm here. I, I, I want to stay till 2027, but it's not completely my mm. decision. And Rugby Australia's had to put up with this speculation and this drama for many, many weeks now. And it's a negative media cycle. Um, There's little trust and faith around Eddie Jones and the team. That's hurting the brand. And the 
aware of that, they're cognizant of that. Now they've got a new CEO in Phil War who um, has never held the title of CEO before, so this is a real test for him and his leadership. Um, but, you know, he's on his way back from France to Australia. Um, my sources tell me that he is um, very resolute and decisive and he wants to move things forward. Now, whether that's with or without Eddie Jones, we can only gather that it is without Eddie Jones, judging by what's gone on over the last 24 hours. Jamie, do you know whether the chairman, McLennan, uh, has spoken to rugby in Japan or I know Phil Wall's not keen to, but I, I sit here and I scratch my head on I can't believe that for a moment when he, when they're possibly interviewing uh, your head coach for a role over there. Do you know whether Rugby Australia at all, anyone, um, has reached out to, to, to Japanese rugby to ask that question? They haven't, no. And, um, and, and it's because they don't want to know the answer to it. Um, so it's, uh, it's a really bizarre situation. I mean, that's the first thing you would do, I, w- I would imagine, as a CEO or a chairman. Um, you've got your, you know, your coach's, head coach's side, um, which he's saying he hasn't spoken to them. But then you've got the world's media. Um, and I'm reporting on this, and I've got sources saying he is in line for the Japan job. We've got media organisations in all over Australia, in England, in Japan, saying he is in line. Um, you know, these guys are dumb. They, they, they know how the game works. But to not make that call tells me that they already know the answer to that question. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to jeopardise the relationship with Japan, who we know are very conservative people. They like to do business behind closed doors. They don't like this mess out in the public. And they would be cognizant of not receiving that phone call from their Australian counterparts and then and then putting like an ugly tone on the start of what is supposed to be a very fruitful relationship over many, many years, not forgetting that Japan should be coming in to the rugby championship from 2026. I can't believe this, Sats. Like, wouldn't you rather be on the front foot than the back foot? It depends on whether you want to know the answer or not. Well, you've got to know the answer. Hey, Jamie, um, to, to play devil's advocate here, has, has Eddie Jones come into the role and realised that it's going to be even more difficult than what he anticipated going up against the old guard and things may not have changed and the, the future is looking quite bleak? Definitely. He, uh, he definitely realised quite quickly that the job was uh, much more difficult than what he anticipated. Um, he's been pushing... Um, very strongly for centralisation. It's a model that uh, New Zealand rugby has used for years. So essentially what it means is that the All Blacks are front and centre of every decision you make. So if the Crusaders have got to rest the player because it benefits the All Blacks, they do that. If uh, the Wellington Hurricanes have got a player that maybe ordinarily plays outside centre, but the All Blacks want him to play inside centre, they'll accommodate, they'll move and they'll switch it around, right? Now, we've got a system where the clubs are very independent and they run their own race. Now, what the clubs in Australia have agreed in unison is that the rugby program should be centralised. They agree that there are lots of benefits from having a top-down Wallaby system similar to the All Blacks, similar to Ireland, where the Wallabies coach kind of sets out an agenda and a program and the clubs follow within reason. But Rugby Australia's proposal also calls for all financial control of these clubs to be handed over to them. Now, right. you've got a team and a franchise like the 
Waratahs who are struggling financially and have been for years and especially going broke who have decided, yes, they will hand over their finances because otherwise they'll go broke. Mm. But then you've got franchises like Queensland who actually, they own Ballymore, they're starting to make a bit of money and they've watched what's unfolded with Rugby Australia and all of these decisions that actually have ended up backfiring and losing money. And then you go, why am I handing my money over to you when you've shown that you can't handle money? And here is the impasse because the QRU, the Brumbies, the Western Force are like happy to roll over and give you the plays and do that centralised program, but there's no way you're coming in and taking over our commercial aspect. Mm. And so we have this real divide in Australian rugby as to how the centralised model goes forward. Now, without an agreement on either side, we don't have centralisation. Yeah, that's right. All right, Jamie. Jamie Pandaram from Code Sports. We didn't even get to talk about boxing, Panda. He loves his boxing. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, oh, he loves his boxing. <laughs> mate, mate, um, uh, look, I do love my boxing. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not very excited about what's going on this weekend. I mean, Fury is going to just toy with Nganu. Anyone thinks any different, there's nothing about the sport. Uh, but, yes, there'll be plenty more of a decent boxing coming up that uh, – Hopefully, I can jump on the show and talk to you. Love to, about. absolutely. You know, we're right in the corner of Opatire at the moment. What? About, how good was he a few weeks ago? Uh, mate, he is the most underrated fighter. That's what we in say, Australia, and probably. On- yep. yep. He is. Uh, he's the real deal. Yep. And and he is a guy that I think can unify that division and be a champion for a long time mm. to come. And um, you know, he's a, he's only just getting started. And yep. the thing, the great thing about Opatire is that any time you throw him into a bigger challenge, he rises to the occasion. Um, Sats, as you know, when you throw a guy into a grand final, when you throw a guy into an origin, they either sink or they swim. The yeah. greats, they swim. And he is swimming very handsomely right now. Beautiful. Jamie, thanks for jumping on the phone at such short notice. Uh, Eddie Jones still at the Wallabies, but the question is, for how much longer as his lieutenants all leave the Wallabies around him? So, uh, mate, if you hear any more, keep us updated, would you? Will do. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, mate. Thank there you, mate. There you have it. Eddie Jones still at the Wallabies, and the speculation is for how much longer. Mm. It's going to be interesting. I'll tell you what, when all this plays out, and if he does end up moving on, whatever whatever happens, yep. there's there's more to this from Eddie's side. I've always believed that. I think okay. I think there's more to this in, in relation to how far he – what success he could possibly get in the future. You love the romance. That's what I like about you. Yeah. You see the good in people. Mm. I don't. Just You just love the pessimism, don't you? Hey? You love it. I like to work on the side of evil. 